This is the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. It's Monday, October 2nd. It will be mostly sunny in Dallas today with a high near 94 and a low near 70. Here are today's headlines. Only nine senators voted against the 45-day stopgap spending bill that averted a federal government shutdown. Texas Republican Ted Cruz was one of them, and Democrats hoping to oust him next year quickly turned that into a campaign issue. GOP hardliners tried to use the shutdown threat as leverage to cut spending and beef up border security. On Saturday night, the senator defended his vote on grounds the temporary reprieve left gnawing problems uncorrected. Despite Cruz's avowed disdain for shutdowns, he has shown far more willingness to entertain the possibility than most lawmakers. Most fellow Republicans blame or credit him with engineering a 16-day shutdown in October 2013 that put a 20 to $24 billion dent in the nation's economic output, according to the nonpartisan Congressional Research Service. He'd spent his first summer as a senator promoting the idea that a fight to defund Obamacare was worth the risk of a shutdown, stirring up pressure on GOP leaders to go to the mat over health care policy. Democrat Representative Colin Allred called Cruz one of a handful of extremist senators unwilling to compromise and said, we were elected to make the lives of our constituents better, or at the very least, perform the basic functions of government. In other news, two jurors in the Tony Tempa case say they failed his family. Candace Higginbotham and Megan Williams were on the eight-person jury that awarded $1 million Wednesday to Tempa's 15-year-old son in the civil trial against four Dallas police officers accused in his death. Tempa's parents and his estate weren't awarded anything. During a news conference Sunday at the Uptown Law Office of one of the attorneys representing Tempest's family, Higginbotham and Williams said they fought with the other members of the jury during about six and a half hours of tense deliberations. The verdict was a surprise to attorneys for Tempest's family, who asked for between $40 million and $300 million. The jury's decision came after seven days of testimony in the civil trial against Dallas police officers Dustin Dillard, Raymond Dominguez, Danny Vasquez, and Kevin Mansell. Dillard was accused of excessive force for kneeling on Tempa's back for about 14 minutes after the 32-year-old called 911 for help during a mental health crisis August 10th of 2016. And when the Dallas Morning News set out to do a 30-day series on the impact of fentanyl in North Texas, we knew we would take readers into homes broken by grief, into courtrooms where justice was a hollow consolation, into hospitals where fentanyl is a savior and a scourge. But we didn't know Naya Berrios, who was, as we began our reporting, doing the painful work of detoxing from years of fentanyl abuse to protect her unborn baby. We didn't know Kathy Travis and the agony of the 29th of every month. We didn't know that laboratory rats high from fentanyl go stiff as a board and get a distinctive curl in their tail. 
The Dallas Morning Newsroom has never made a commitment as daunting as this, at least one story a day for the entire month of September on a single topic. But we were committed to bringing these stories to our readers at a volume and a pace that ensured we had done all we could to warn families about the drug killing five Texans a day. We were humbled in this project to witness a life beginning as Naya's baby came into the world healthy and loved, and a life ending as a dying ICU patient was soothed by an IV of fentanyl in her last days. We were pulling for Brooklyn, who entered residential rehab for the first time after talking to us and thinking about our reporter's question, what do you see yourself doing in the future? Thanks for listening. For more on today's stories and for the latest breaking news, visit DallasNews.com. I'm Steve White. Enjoy your day, and I'll be back tomorrow with more from the Dallas Morning News. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.